I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese for Nico Giacopoulos. I have a dream. Honey, cut. Bagler. And the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has to go, blood. He has to go, blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't got... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew stuck with that good. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are listening. Welcome to another edition of the OnlyFans football podcast, your man's favourite football podcast, of course. Um, today's episode, essentially, is just our sexiest bits of 2022, if you can call it that. Um, what a year it's been for myself and Cran. Um, personally speaking, you know, I've dipped my toe into the world sports broadcasting and it's been something that I've really enjoyed and it's it's something I want to take up a career and hopefully in the years to come. Kieran, you know, he's done unreal this year. He got his degree. Um, somehow, we don't know. We are very proud of him. But um, he done that, you know, he got a new job and stuff. And, you know, it's been a great year for ourselves. Um, personally speaking, coming out of COVID, you know, it was a long time in COVID and a lot of people suffered through it, but it feels like things are back to normal now. So I do hope people are doing well mentally. Um and yeah, football wise, it's been a great year for Liverpool. You know, I think recent months, recency boys comes into when you're kinda of like, Oh, it's a bit of a drab, but you know, two cup wins, both against Chelsea and Cup Finals. We did discuss that throughout the year. Kieran wasn't best placed. Um and yeah, Chelsea, I know it's been a tough year for Cran. I know he's found it tough. But that's that's football, isn't it? You know, that's football and I think the switch from two goals apart it could it could come good next year. We don't know right now, that's the problem. Um with that. But yeah, we do hope you enjoy listening. We do have match highlights from my commentary throughout the year of uh, the win over Bowles and the four all draw pats. We have a few clips unseen, unheard of, um, in this pod and Cran's put a few extra bits in as well. So we do hope you enjoy and we're gonna come back next week with our Reeling in the Years podcast, um, which will be Reeling in the Year of 2022. So we do hope you enjoy that, and we do have massive plans to come in the new year. So what I'll say now is take it easy, enjoy the pod, and, um, yeah, Merry Christmas, I suppose, and a Happy New Year. See you soon. Take care. Something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Oh, do you need more? I don't know the rest of the song, Cron. Gin <laughs> I'm falling. <laughs> you know the good times I found myself longing for change. And in the bad times I feel myself. Welcome everybody to the Only Fans Football Podcast, episode number thirty-one. Cran, the FA Cup final special is that what we call it this week? What do you think? Oh, you're telling me him bringing 
Tamori to Derby. Him bringing Mason Mount to Derby. Did he win the playoff one? Dan Lampard's not a Derby. Did he, did he win the playoff one? <laughs> Did he win the playoff final? Oh God, oh my! Did he? He didn't win the playoff final though. No, you know no. I mean? so it's a, well, it's a, did you it's watch a, the playoff final? Did you? Yeah, I probably did. Did. You, did you watch it? Yeah, I probably did. Yeah. Yeah, and Derby played well that game. And did they win? They didn't win, but they got. It lucky. doesn't matter though, Cran. It, it doesn't matter in football if you don't win. No one remembers who finished second. Yeah, I don't want to go in. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's whatever they need myself. Of course you don't. I don't think no, he's no. what they need. What, what do Everton need then? They need stability. They, had, yeah. they need someone to stable the shit back. Well, they're 16 in the league. Yeah. And you're telling me Lampard isn't good for Everton? Absolutely not. Well, who is then? I think I think what Everton have done... Who, who I will think go what, to Everton now? I think what the Everton board Everton have essentially done here... I think what the Everton board have essentially done here is got a, a gallon of petrol and put it on a house that's on fire <laughs> now you're now you're <laughs> I'm no, no you're, I, I, I just think I think everything everything needs stability group E made up of Algeria Equatorial Guinea Ivory Coast <laughs> are you fucking dumb you have any guineas fucking tree of man hold on what <laughs> Group E made up of Algeria, Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone. <laughs> this is our uh, kryptonite. Man, you can't have any of us laughing. We have to kind of take this seriously. Yeah. Right, Group E made up of Algeria, Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone and Equatorial Guinea. Algeria, of course... <laughs> We've just landed in Amsterdam. What's what's the airport called, Dave? Jesus Christ, Dave, today. Amsterdam Airport Shiphole. Sounds like shithole, doesn't it? No, it's far from it. It is literally far from it. One thing I noticed on the plane when we landed, the amount of football training facilities I see. Yeah, a lot of them. And a lot of them is made on recovered land as well. Shout out to Vosha Brain on if he's listening. He might be. Recovered land from the sea. Yeah. Everything is built from the sea. The Dutch kept the sea out. That's why they're such intelligent people. Mm. So here we are in Amsterdam. We're kind of buzzing. Um, we're going to find some Irish kip of a pub to watch Champions League draw in. And then we're going to gamble our lives away in Cheltenham. Sounds like an awful day. We're attacked by seagulls, but it looks like. <laughs> Ducks. <laughs> Ducks, was it? What are they? I thought it was seagulls. Where are you from? You know, up, the, up the road. Up the road, yeah. <laughs> you were probably told they were seagulls, right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> they were ducks. It's <laughs> ball out to Jess Carrigan now. Guedes, shout of a penalty. We'll start off with that. Um, I think it was a penalty from Saliba. I think. Sorry. He goes through the back of him. Sorry, I'm sorry. I think this could have been a different game if they got that penalty, but. Nonetheless, I think Arsenal dominated anyway, so who gives a fuck, really? Sorry, I, sorry, I shouldn't have cursed. But, um, yeah, Gwyneth. I don't think, I don't think anyone cared it's my turn, girl. Right, yeah. So who gives a fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> so who gives a fuck, really? I mean. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, Adam. Uh, Gwyneth should have had penalty, but. <laughs> I was, 
Move on from the fucking penalty, will you? Jesus Christ, man. God's sake. Yeah, well, it's not. He's early on, gave up an opportunity to Fulham and Harrison Reed gets in and he shoots and it was Rocket on the line um, for Leeds and then it was Cock. He's got it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, sorry. I'll say that again. I'll say it, just stop that. <laughs> Kane gives it to Kulisevsky who makes Robin Cock commit and what I mean by that is he makes him make the challenge <laughs> oh, no, <I'm> <laughs> he makes him make the challenge and he just when he, when he goes in on, on Kulisevsky he just he just leaves so much space um, interesting and lays it off to Rodrigo Bentancourt he taps it in to make a 4-3 interesting group it is um, another interesting group Kieran is Group D and D for Denmark <laughs> you have to spit all over me sorry I thought you were going to say something no, I have to say. spit all over no, me no I'm sorry Adam sorry <laughs> you fucking sorry. hi Harry sorry 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 I couldn't I couldn't laugh it's alright it's alright oh good I had to laugh uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. This fella's a bleeding weapon. What? You're a bleeding weapon. You have Mark screaming out there. Yeah, very good. You're after bleeding, give me a heart attack. Yeah. Grand, yeah. I nearly have to have a heart attack there, Chief. Look at this fella, Grand. Jesus wept. Yeah, very good. What did he get? He got N'Golo Kante team of the year. Did he? Yeah. No way. Fucking hell, I thought something happened to him. I could hear my scream. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Jarrah Wilson now into it. Moylan and Tariq Wilson slips. Moylan. Smith. Moylan. Jack Moylan's one now for Shelburne. Lovely play. It's a good play there, my boy. And it's a lovely play by Sean Boyd here. And he's one on one with McCracken. Oh. And he puts it through the legs of McCracken. And it's 3 0 to Shelburne. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to this week's OnlyFans football podcast. Kieran, this week we are talking the biggest bust ups in life. And football, of course. We have football, football bust ups. We do have a very special bust up from. I think 24 years ago that we were going to discuss Jerry Hannon and Frank McCourt who we've um, named the fox after <laughs> we've named a normal fox after we're going to play clips of it in Kieran's going to do his registry as usual and yeah we're going to discuss it now alright Addy <laughs> so this is the last feud we have chosen to talk about oh god the feud of 99 Addy <laughs> Frank McCourt versus Jerry Hannon <laughs> 24 years later revisited <laughs> and I wasn't even born I, no, I was I was born was it 1998 99 oh yeah I would have been a few months born <laughs> you would have seen this maybe no absolutely not I think how it like it's summed up is the fact that I think it shows that Frank Court is a genius in the flesh <laughs> because Jerry Hannon what, what, are the, what are the kind of things he says to Frank Court that he, he doesn't answer he, he brings up three points doesn't he yeah basically that he lied about Teresa Carmody 
he lied about and Pat Kenny tries to interrupt him yeah. in the second point and he's like Pat I've drove to Limerick tonight or I've drove from Limerick tonight to make three points you've censored me before Pat and it won't be censored again and then Pat Kenny eventually as he said goes down to Hannon to talk to him and he talks about his book Ashes which is a direct contradiction of, <laughs> of Angela's Ashes the book that Frank McCord wrote and Frank McCord or sorry Jerry Hannon then contradicts Pat Kenny saying, <laughs> saying it's not a direct contradiction what was the other book that I wrote about? Uh, 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 is Frank McCord calling them all tisn't or something? Tis. Tis. And Jerry Allen called his book Tisn't Be Ours. They just write a, a contradictory <laughs> book about Frank McCord's book. And then they bring in Frank McCord's third wife, who happens to be American. It was written by a fella <laughs> by the name of Frank Hamilton. And uh, she goes on to make accusations about Frank Hamilton then. And to which Jerry replies, that's a total and absolute lie. <laughs> and the biggest lie of all is told at the end. By, oh yeah, by, by, pa- by Pat Kenny, wasn't it? Or was it by, by Frank McCord, yeah. Yeah, he said, nobody's interested in this. It could have been the most interesting piece of television on RTE in the 90s. Ever. Say. Yeah. Ever. There you Since go. Italian night, I'd say. So, again, Frank McCord peddling more lies. Yeah. Who's side are you on, Etsy? Oh, without shadows, without Jerry Hannon. Although I haven't done my research like so all this contradiction that he's doing could very well be wrong. And during during your time with with Ford Madison, I remember myself and Dave watched a few of your games. I think one of them was against was away to Fort Lauderdale, which I believe is a, a Miami affiliate. What's it yeah. like playing in those stadiums? I know Carol's gonna ask you a question. They have a nice remember. airport as well, probably. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. I, I, I'll it's, tell you I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you a funny story that not you probably nobody would have heard this, but um the Americans that that that, that hilarious over here. So obviously I'm playing against Fort Lauderdale and um Phil Neville's the the manager of the first team. So we're playing oh, the second yeah. team, and I went to school in West Palm Beach, which is like 25 minutes away. So I, all my mates are still there. So I think seven, eight, nine, ten of them came to the game. So I got them all tickets, and they're all queuing in uh, to get into the game. Uh, showed the, the lady the tickets. And um, as the as they're giving the tickets, they're all walking in. Phil Neville walks in behind them, just tries to walk straight, straight in. Like like everyone knows who Phil Neville is. Like he's all known all over Europe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, his younger brother. But the the lady stopped him and said, "Excuse me, sir. Do you have do you have like a, a badge or a ticket?" He's like, "No, I'm, I'm the manager." And then she wouldn't let him in. <laughs> So Phil Neville's fighting with you one saying, I'm, I'm the manager here. She goes, oh, look, I don't, I don't, look, I need something to let you in. So the lads were, the way the lads were explaining, I was dying laughing. Like, oh so he had to, he had to get a phone, make a call, get one of the people to let him into the stadium. Like, uh, it, was, it was hilarious. No special treatment. No special treatment yeah. for Phil. No special treatment. She, she had no, but the thing is, she, she had no idea who he was. Yeah. That's what the funniest thing was. Yeah. Uh, poor, poor Phil. He, he's probably used to, I don't know. Uh, I do think um, I'd love to see Betis or Bilbao win yeah I really want Bilbao to do well as well because they of course they have Anaki Williams and then they have Nico Williams as well two brothers playing for them and yeah I, I just I like the way Bilbao operate it's crazy isn't it mm. this, do you know the system they have yeah I, like, I was reading about it recently but one all native Bass players yeah. that's madness I think it's great like, I think it's Man. really good but um, yeah. imagine all, with the all the globalisation and multiculturalism of football yeah. now 
like talk about bringing up your own mm. having all bad yeah. players in a team it's a really unique thing and I do actually really do, do like it I think it's like up the I, parish I, I, sort I, of thing I, yeah but I would like more teams to operate like that yeah I think one of the things about football in general and we're not going to get into it too much but money has diluted football so much and things like this bring it back to kind of its roots in a way where it's like well this is a team full of people in the local area mm. I think that's great talk to Joe <laughs> <laughs> and um, Mary what do you think about the dilution what of players? What do you think about the Basque country in Spain, Bernie? <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. It's great, Joe. Uh, boy, you were a trash crowd. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Go ahead. <laughs> it, is, it is terrible, terrible, terrible. Come from uh, the Premier Division of Spain again. We're not We're not going to say the name. Griffin goes for the crossfield ball and fouls on side. Can't get on goal, so the first shot, boy! It's S! And it's Joe, boy! He makes it 1 0! It's another Dublin Derby goal for Shaw, boy. Into Loney. He gets it to Matty Smith. It's a good position for Shelburne now. Gets a shot away. It's Matty oh! Smith. And it's 2 1 against his former side. And what a goal that is by Matty Smith. But he does control it. Gets it to J.R. Wilson. Into Shane Farrell now. Farrell trying to get the ball in. He does. Oh, oh my word. Oh, oh, it goes goodness. all the way across. Red Bull Leipzig against Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, Red Bull Leipzig have brought back Timo Werner Kieran. Um fucking ridiculous like. will you stop giving out will you no I'm talking about Leipzig really and Timo Werner right <laughs> Christopher and Kunke as well of course was unbelievable last season Dave was in the front having a, a conniption <laughs> with laughing at Kieran. the likes of Danny Almo like <laughs> Leipzig have a great side Donetsk of course um, we're not going to talk too much about what's going on in Ukraine but yeah I mean, um, we'll just give a score prediction, will we? I know, no idea how he does it. It's, it's, he is alien. Like he was made in a lab, you know. Like uh, Roy Keane, he broke Alfie's leg. He probably would have been better off giving him a kick in the bollocks and <laughs> get rid of Halla. You know what I mean? Ian says, um, "Smash, marry, kill the three witches of Hocus Pocus." Not answer. <laughs> <laughs> treasure this week there is no treasure just trash just trash <laughs> I don't have treasure just negativity <laughs> um, no I've gone for um, I've gone for the Empley game okay a 3-2 win for Empley I like the way you said the Empley game yeah. as if they were playing like a minnow <laughs> team when they were literally playing Napoli so uh, hold on what you were trying to speak is from the Napoli game <laughs> yeah so a 3-2 win for Empoli against <laughs> <laughs> Empoli against Napoli <laughs> Oh god I'm sorry I'm sorry Just just fucking say it Please Just say it So oh, a 3-2 tree, tree win For Empoli Against Napoli um, This This is a game In, in which Ended Napoli's chances At, at winning the league The Serie A The slim chances I'd imagine and, you know, The Undertaker In midfield for France <laughs> is, a, is a big one Adrian um, uh, Adrian Rabiot for, for those who don't know um, the Undertaker but yes Group E Kieran moving on now Dumb. he's coming he's coming he's coming <laughs> it's Adrian <Rabiot. laughs> Uh moving on now to Group E uh, yeah of course I've gone for Emmy Martinez I think he was immense in the shootout yeah in the core final and Anthony... <laughs> sorry when he said shootout <laughs> 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 
this is a football podcast what you believe we've had it we've, we've done it uh, I, should, I should have started that I, di- I didn't think you'd, you would come along to it uh, go on that's what she says <laughs> um, uh, I've gone for Emmy Martinez Adam uh, Obviously, Louis van Gaal, the manager of Netherlands. He what, did, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. Van Gaal now. Uh, uh, a lot of times I, I use the word uh, horny. Mm. <laughs> one, one, of, one, of own, one of our own. One of our own, But yes, the, the expected uh, Netherlands. <laughs> the expected Netherlands 11 is. Rory says, do you eat or drink soup? It's a very uh, flamboyant question because... You could say that mo- some soup is liquefied, I, I, and some f- soup has chunks. There's a difference. But one's a broth, one's a soup. No, I think they're both soups. No, no and one, one, one soup. If if you were to, if you were to blend soup, it does, would be complete liquid, so you'd be drinking it. Does it take? But if there's it? a bit of chunks in it, I think that counts as eating. So it's a bit of a flamboyant question in that sense. I would say you drink a broth, Kieran, and you eat soup. Okay. Because have you ever just sat down and had a bottle of soup on its own without a slice of bread or some element that has eaten in it? Uh, I think I have, yeah. Go on. I think one time I ran out of bread, so I ate, I ate soup. On its own? Yeah. I don't believe it. He ate soup. Yeah, there you go, you said it. But you it just was, said it you was, ate soup. It was soup with chunks in it. You just said you ate soup, though. Oh, what's that thing called again? The... the Oh, that thing. Bovril. Bovril, yeah. What's that? That's soup. I describe that as soup. But that's a broth. Because it's, it's li- a broth. pure liquid. Yeah, but uh, I think there's an element of thickness to it. Gotcha. Well. No, I think, there's an element <laughs> of, I think there's an element of thickness to it. I think there's a difference between a broth and a soup. The World Cup is every four years, and there's so much hype, there's so much build up to it, and I can't really remember a World Cup in our time where we've gotten a payoff that everyone's, more or less everyone's wanted. Players like Messi, Suarez, Neymar, Ronaldo. This is it for them, maybe Luka Modric. This is their swan song. You know, I speak for a lot of people as we get older, stuff like this can be emotional. It's like a sign of, of things changing and not a lot of people like change. I was looking back on 2018, I was looking back to now, and I was thinking about 2026. Things change, things change so quickly. We never know where we're gonna be um, in four years. I never knew where I was going to be in 2018. I never knew what situation I'd be in. Um, and we don't know what 2026 is going to hold. So what I'll say is, if you look back, you know, you become depressed. If you look forward, you become anxious. To anyone listening, have a very Merry Christmas and just live in the moment. Love your friends, love your family. And take care, everybody. We'll leave it there, so 